Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hello, I'm Rich Straffolino. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you that is a global home podcasting brand. That brings affordability, design, and comfort to people all over the world. We may have come a long way since our humble beginnings, but our vision remains the same. To create a better everyday life for the many people. Thanks for joining us. Feel feel right at home right here. (laughs) That's, of Uh, course, the iconic About Us page from Ikea. Of course. Is it really? That's from yeah. Ikea. Oh, that my, is my gosh, Ikea. that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> if you're wondering where Molly Wood is, uh, that's one of our things on this episode. People getting colds again and being shocked. Uh, <laughs> that they suck. <laughs> Molly uh, has come down with a non-COVID cold uh, that uh, has her going, you know what? I thought this would just go away. But, you know, when you when you start going back out in the world... You can get good old fashioned colds and then you need to rest. And we're like, yeah, you should rest. Uh, so <laughs> she, that's what she's doing. So Rich stepped in. Thank you, Rich. Uh, no, no problem. Max and Izzy also can corroborate this because they went to start a preschool this year and they <laughs> basically had runny noses ever since. So yeah. Uh, so some things getting back to normal. I get. <laughs> I see. That's great. Uh, I'll start us off. Uh, my first thing is the Shein clothing brand. S H E I N. Uh, I'm almost, I almost feel like I should have waited, uh, for Molly on this one to see Mm -hmm. if she could corroborate it. But, uh, this is among 20 somethings for sure. I think some 30 somethings like the way to shop. This is what, uh, Zara, uh, was before and H and M before that to previous generations, uh, except entirely online. So it's like fast fashion, uh, free express shipping, free returns. I think they, they're one of the pioneers of the buy now, pay later. They have like buy two, get one 99% off. And they they, they quickly move through the different looks. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like print the print on demand of clothing. It almost has the website almost has like an AliExpress kind yeah. of feel, but oh, like yeah. with the, that obviously this is a this- Chinese company. So yeah. yes. They have that drop dynamic yep. uh, that the kids seem to like. Um, Absolutely. To give you that, that, little, day. that little hint of scarcity. Ooh, mm-hmm. that little, it's going to be gone. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's like it's like woot, but there's a thousand things and it's fashion, basically. And that, that is part of a, apparently the appeal is that uh, you're not always going to be buying the same thing as everybody else because things come and go super fast. Uh, I mean, sure, we all want to be unique. It also has kind of fits in at least looking at their cyber monday banner uh it definitely has like a 90s gif uh kind of look going a little bit of retro yeah yeah (laughs) Uh uh-huh almost 80s uh yeah yeah it's right there on the edge an 80s gif from the 90s and all the yeah i mean it it definitely has zara vibes for sure uh for me lots of lots of neutral tones Mm -hmm. i'm seeing uh i i 
this is the I think this is the first I'm hearing of although that name kind of sounds familiar uh but um yeah like i've i've seen the the rise of like the drop product uh you know stuff kind of taking off with uh i guess it's like the the microization of kickstarter <laughs> of little kickstarters and stuff but in the mechanical keyboard world there's like a ton of of those kind of drops like you can't just buy a mechanical keyboard anymore you have to wait for the drop with the right keycaps the right switches that kind of stuff uh obviously this is way more way more fashion uh way cooler i guess <laughs> Yeah. So uh, if, if, you, if you're not already hip uh, to Shein, uh, you might go investigate clothing, dresses, tops, lingerie, activewear, shoes, what, what you would expect from our uh, uh, description. Men, women, kids, curve and plus, beauty, home. It's all there. Uh, I was just going to ask. Yeah, because the front pages all uh, look like all women. So now I'm looking. Oh, man. I mean, that's very similar to a Zara or an HM and M where yeah. they're like, well, yeah, we got other stuff, but the bulk of what we do is women clothes. <laughs> or like a forever 21 where they're like, if you ask, we'll show you the men's stuff, but we're not. <laughs> if gonna. you ask, we'll show you the 22 year old. Oh, it just, it just hit me. All right. So my thing is decidedly less cool than Sheehan, but it's, it's a reality that has been smacking me in the face. Every time I get in the car, I can't, I can't deny it. So, Tom, let me ask you, in uh, in the L.A., are there still like are, are there places with like curbside mailboxes or is that just like a mid like that does not not exist? You, you're talking like a, about the, the 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 classic like uh, half oval mailbox with the flag on the side yep. on a post. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're, they're they're all over the place uh, in in ranch land. Okay. Uh, for one thing, if, if if you go up in the in the hills and the ranches, uh, for sure, and even in some of the Hollywood Hills, which are kind of ranchy in a way, a lot of times they'll have those uh, as well. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we we got them. Uh, it depends so, on what neighborhood, but we got them. So let me ask you that. I don't know if these have cropped up by you, but and this, I have to give full credit to Jackie on this. She was the first one to spot this. And then afterwards, it's like, I can't get away from it. It's people putting up wood pallets aside the mailbox, almost mm. like a little fence. Uh, and then, and then kind of decorating using them as a decorative space oh. to put like Halloween or Christmas. Like right now, obviously like everybody's putting wreaths on them. I was thinking but, it was meant to keep a car from like knocking over your mailbox. Well, well, at first it was that, or I somehow thought maybe it was for like wind, but then I was thinking, no, that just makes a bigger, a bigger surface, surface area for yeah. wind to yeah, hit. Yeah. So it's actually the opposite. I have no idea. It, it the, what, what's baffling to me is they don't look particularly, uh, like decorative or finished, it seems very utilitarian to put up a wood surface to put things against, like for decorating. So it seems like it's a weird DIY thing that just everyone, so, like one person saw. So I need, if you've seen this, I need, and we need the feedback, feedback at it's a thing dot me. Let me know if you have seen this. I will post a photo and put it in the discord. I probably should have had one ready for this, but there's, I mean, at least a dozen, just like on the one main street that kind of connects like really? right off wow. of where I live. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, there's just a ton of, them. I, I have not seen this, but I will keep an eye out. Uh, because okay. I wasn't really paying attention for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a lot of these in my, my neighborhood. Uh, so the next gotcha. time I'm driving through a place that has them like in the Hills or something, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Offie James says they have them in orange County. So Offie James, keep an eye out for oh. us. Yeah, um, Offie James. Yeah. Oh, yep, there wow. he goes. There's oh, the picture. Just, See, uh, that I haven't is way seen nicer. this myself, but he's showing, that looks very intentional, though. That's not the mm-hmm. leaning up against thing that you're talking about, is it? No, no. But what someone might have seen is that, like in a catalog. <laughs> so was yeah, like, 
I got so, a wood pallet. So what Afi James sent is instead of a post for the mailbox, it's a nice pallet like pa, you know, stained wood with the with the house number on it uh extension to the post mm-hmm. to make it look nice. But you're right, somebody may have seen that and thought, well that kind of looks like a pallet. I could just lean a pallet up against mine. Although uh, now seeing that having the big now okay, now I'm thinking of something though, because these pictures both have the at Kent 13 also posted a, a nice picture of one that looks way nicer than any of the ones I've seen. But on both of them the address is very big. So now I'm thinking maybe this is Hey, we're getting like Uber Eats delivered to the house. Oh yeah, the address. Do they have the night. address, the, the the house number on them? I, you, I on the I, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure. I don't know okay. if the mailboxes are by law required to have the actual like. Uh, no, address no. I'm on, saying, are the people putting the pallets up? Are they putting their house number on the pallet? Because then that could be the part of the, the explanation of how they started. And then they just added the decorations later. Yeah. I, I don't know, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. I, I haven't, that I haven't observed. So we will have to have an update on that. So maybe I'm going to blame uh, food delivery as for, for this trend. Also, if, if just, it's that, it looks if nicer. people are putting their house numbers on it, then yeah, that makes sense of like, ah, they keep missing our house. Let's put the number on a pallet, you know, mm-hmm. cause we can't afford one of these fancy ones. Uh, <laughs> And then, and then it's like, well, we might as well decorate it since it's out there. Make it look nice. So, yeah, hmm. interesting. I'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, my other thing uh, this week is beer cheese. Those of you in Kentucky are already licking your lips. Uh, mm. Beer cheese uh, hails from Kentucky. It can be found in other parts of the country, but it's all over Kentucky. Uh, it is processed cheese with a sharp cheddar flavor and beer. Uh, beer for flavor and texture. There's usually like garlic and spices and stuff in it, maybe a little uh, mustard or horseradish or something like that. Um, but it uh, it started up uh, allegedly started at a restaurant in Clark County, Kentucky, back in the 1940s, and it's starting to creep out into other things. I mm-hmm. note it because uh, Sarah Lane, my co-host on Daily Tech News Show, got some popcorn sent to her that was multiple flavors. Some you'd expect like caramel or cheese uh one of them was particularly beer cheese flavored i know there are a couple breweries around here that will make a beer cheese soup i want to say mm. uh as like uh kind of kind of with that I, I i have loved like beer cheese is what i call single rich food because after consuming <laughs> it uh, I, I, I really really was going down the road of like oh like a single ingredient that's really rich oh no he just means when he, before he got married okay yeah. or or when i eat it i temporarily become unmarried and i'm not invited <laughs> to be close to my wife <laughs> but uh there's a there's a wonderful place in town joe's deli that makes a phenomenal beer cheese that i used to consume in great quantities until i realized maybe eating <laughs> beer cheese recreationally is a great long term uh but uh yeah this this flavor um, i don't know what it is yeah it's a little um a little creamier i guess like that gets that weird um it's not hoppy but it uh like might be that like uh, like that it's like a red ale kind of flavor to me yeah yeah there's the, like the, a creaminess there's to a it. little depth of flavor mm-hmm. that that a cheese doesn't have on its own i i guess so it gets a little of the 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 fun of putting a cheese on bread is the yes. the melding of the flavors this is putting the bread in the cheese <laughs> Do you think that this uh, maybe this little bit of resurgence of this as a as a flavor or as like a topping is like, hey, this is maybe something more associated with like a bar food. People can go out to bars. So we need to bring this in like like with the popcorn example. Yeah, I don't know. I Maybe. 
um it, it, it may be that uh people were just looking for more things to flavor with and this is true someone from kentucky was like we could use beer cheese it's real got, popular where i'm from we got we got beer cheese i don't know put it on yeah uh beer cheese reminds me of port wine cheese Ooh, have you ever had port wine cheese i know of it and i have a cheese advent calendar so i may have uh, some that i don't know about well it's uh, spreadable like beer cheese mm-hmm. um and and my dad used to get it uh, to spread on. It's not quite as creamy as beer cheese. Mm. It's a little more yeah. crumbly, but it's the same idea of you take cheese with some garlic and seasoning and all that sort of thing. And then you put wine, you put port wine in it uh, to give it a different kind of flavor. That's more of a fruity thing, which is why it's not as creamy because it's not getting the yeasty, you know, beer stuff in it. Although that's like, almost seems like more of a natural pairing only because uh, they always say, uh, isn't it? Cheese makes wine like cheap wine tastes better. Not that yeah, port necessarily right, is cheap right, wine, right. but mm-hmm. yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, my next thing is it's the thing that's been smacking everybody in the face. So you've been on the tweets. If you've been in your Instagram stories, at least mine, if you've, if you've been in mine, first of all, no, thank you. I need to turn on two FA. I don't know why I haven't done that. Second of all, uh, Spotify wrapped is it, it has reached a thing. It, it's the thing about it for me is now I have Spotify Envy in a weird way. Like, I don't want to switch music streaming services. Very happy with my current situation. But I feel left out by Uh. everyone posting these on the same day in a way that I don't, I can't think of another service that kind of has this natural self-promotion aspect to it. And they've added, this year, it seems like they've added a couple different things. The one that stood out to me was like your top genres and the style that they, they like, Mm -hmm. they give you all the assets to, to share these on all the social platforms in kind of an ingenious way. And I just have to acknowledge Spotify wrapped. You, you, you have reached thingdom. Uh, I, I dread and look forward to you every single year for feeling left out. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, it's like, it reminded me of, uh, the Instagram top nine. Uh, mm, okay. That's kind of self-contained cause you only see it on Instagram and you don't feel left out. Cause you're on Instagram. So you're like, you're not like, gosh, I wish I was on Instagram. Cause you're like, Oh, look, I am, uh, that, but, but it does make you, it makes me anyway, want to go. As soon as I see one, I'm like, Oh, I should go do my top nine. Uh, and then if you, after a couple of years you go, well, I did my top nine at like December 10th last year. And then another of my pictures got really you know, <laughs> liked a lot. Maybe I should hold off on my top nine and see if, if it changes. Uh, but but it's that same motivation with Spotify wrapped, except the genius for Spotify is you see it and you're like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, I'm on Tidal. Oh, I'm on Apple Music. Oh. But that's the weird thing. I'm it's like seem- seemingly they know all of this stuff. I mean, they 100% do. Like, why wouldn't you, if you're Apple Music, like, want to, I guess maybe you don't want to be the and me too, like, hello, fellow kids kind of thing. But, like, it would be trivial to be like, here, publish stats, click. Apple Apple has uh, Rewind, which Mm -hmm. basically says, here are your top tracks from the past year. Uh, So you can can see. And they even let you see your previous years to, to compare and contrast. But that's it. It's just a playlist. You, you can share the playlist, but it's not like special graphics. It's not. It doesn't have the fun of Spotify Wrapped. 
Well, and I was thinking of like why this takes off versus like if YouTube, I mean, YouTube famously failed at doing their like, here's what everyone watched this year. What was, I forget what even those videos were called. Wasn't that called uh, Rewind too? Was it called Rewind? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like, even if they did, I feel like your individual, like here's the channels you watch the most, or here's the videos you watch the most over the course of the last year. There's something about music that is, uh, that we've come to associate as being like defining of our character in a weird way that even though it's like, Oh, I don't listen to cool stuff, but it's like, Oh man, like, look at me. I listen to swing music as my third most popular genre. I'm eclectic and cool. Look at me. Yeah. Like there's, there's an element of that where it's like, it almost, it, in a weird way, it reminds me of like zodiac signs where it's like there's probably not that many permutations of what right. your favorite genre is but like oh man my you know i'm a virgo so i like my indie rock or whatever you know like there, it, there's, there's also something there. about the independent verification right mm-hmm. like this is spotify saying what i'm into you know based on their independent verification like i re- <laughs> this isn't me pretending yeah. to be into this like this is external data that says, yeah, this person definitely listened to acid Mongolian jazz. <laughs> and there's a weird gamification. I've seen a couple of different people post like it, it tells you like you're the top one percent of time spent listening to oh, Kanye right. or something yeah, like yeah. that. And it's like it's almost like a badge that right. at that point. I'm the you know, most you can... dedicated fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my uh, my sister-in-law sent me her wrapped uh, number three was the Wiggles because their Amazon mm-hmm. Echo is connected to her Spotify account. So <laughs> what they play for the kids is her wrapped. For sure. It would probably be number one in my household. The Wiggles have taken over in a way. We still have the dad's cool music playlist. The kids ask for that every now and then. So I get a little relief, but mostly it's it's uh, it's turned to Wiggles at this point. Fruit salad is indeed yummy, yummy. I have a Spotify account and um, possibly play two or three tracks a year on it as I cover <laughs> stories about Spotify. So I thought it'd be hilarious for me to see my Spotify rap, but they didn't make me one because I, Aww. and they didn't even give me a, like you didn't play enough things, which would have been smart, you know, to try to motivate people. It just said, here's your Spotify wrapped, but it, there was nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> it was empty. Share the empty void. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't share. You couldn't tap on it. Nothing. <laughs> here's your Spotify rep. You paid us money for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right uh well these are good things but we get great things from you as well feedback at it's a thing.me starting with jody from minneapolis on a home design trend on a recent homes by architects tour and while planning a bathroom remodel we saw quite a few gold accents and faucets gold drawer pulls on living room furniture etc is this a thing i may have been influenced by purchasing this wonderfully gaudy glass end holder for the new bathroom uh i will say jody that in our household it is absolutely a thing uh eileen since we moved into this place in 2018 has been on a bit of a gold kick we bought a a a mirror with a, a gold frame uh we have a gold clock uh, they're not made of gold. They're just gold colored. Uh, but yeah, gold gold has definitely been on our mind. And Eileen's usually quite quite you know uh, up on the the this sort of stuff. So I'm gonna say yeah. I I, I Rich, have you noticed this? Yeah, d- definitely. And it's like gold on white with like a sandalwood accent. It seems to me like mm-hmm. now that usually is like a cleaner uh, like kind of gold, not necessarily like the gaudy. Um, uh, the picture that she sent was, was particularly like very, uh, Baroque kind of looking, uh, you know, very ornate kind of gold design. I do think that is also coming back, uh, like this whole kind of more, uh, I said Baroque, but it's really more Victorian, like mm-hmm. that kind of, 
yeah. uh, kind of look. So I, I also think that is coming back as well as opposed to a more like a maximalist aesthetic as minimalism kind of uh, uh, finds its place. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely think as gold minimalism as a color, diminishes. <laughs> yes, as minimalism becomes more minimal. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Lee Price uh, is calling the thing, and he's saying this Eurovision mega fan is eagerly anticipating the U.S. adoption of Eurovision becoming a thing due to air early next year on NBC. Every state and territory will enter an original song. Of course, the U.S. doesn't have a hope of uh, inter- er, interpreting. That, yes, interpreting the camp kitsch and ridiculously complex voting system that makes Eurovision so fun, but here's hoping. I'll probably be uh, going along uh, to report from the ground because I'm a Eurovision uh, tragic. I don't know if that's a thing He's a or Eurovision not. Eurovision tragic. Okay, and? so you're visiting tragic and am morbidly curious how this will turn out. Uh, I'm running by the name of the Great American Song. Or it's running by the name of the Great American Song Contest, which is a better effort than uh, when my home country of Australia came very close to hosting an Asian edition of Eurovision, bafflingly titled Eurovision Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, let's call it what I think of it as the unofficial LGBTQI Olympics. I wish it was called a Merovision. Yeah. I, and that they brought in Canada and Mexico. To, I'll, I'll be quite honest. The Great American Song Contest, I have zero interest. That's, Amerivision or something yeah. like that just sounds like we've got America's Got Talent part six. The Great American you know, like, Song Contest, yeah, it sounds like a talent show, which it is, but it doesn't sound like Eurovision. Yeah, uh, it sounds like oh yeah, it's a it's America's Next Top Song person. Uh, yeah. and and yes, I am very curious. I I'm trying very hard not to be a gatekeeper. Uh, so Lee is mm-hmm. giving me a good model to follow here. Uh, I'm very curious to see if they can recapture any part of Eurovision because I too am a Eurovision tragic. And, uh, I also, uh, love the kitsch and the complex voting and the awkward, uh, rapport between the hosts and the, and the people reporting the judges results from the various countries. Uh, and, and I know they, they won't do all of that stuff. They shouldn't do all of that stuff because it would just be mimicking something that was naturally weird, uh, in Eurovision. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to make of this, but, uh, hey, NBC pays for my health insurance. So I'm all for it. <laughs> Sandra wrote in about a possible beverage thing. Hello, Tom and Molly. First, let me admit I'm a crossover fan from one of Molly's other shows, and I had a hard time not writing, Hello, Molly and that other guy. I totally get that. Uh, but I'm really enjoying the Thingosphere and getting to know Tom. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm sure I'm much hipper for it. Now on to something related but completely different. Thing verification. Thingification? Verification? As a tea drinker, I've noticed the rise of hard teas. So has the media. Personally, I find them gross, especially the very idea of this one, the Pabst Hard Tea Seltzer Variety Pack. Do you know if this has crossed the Rubicon from being thing wannabe to validated thing? What's the metric? I'm hoping this thing fails to launch. Honestly, it's an aberration and should be abolished. I hope I'm using those emoji correctly. There's an upside down uh, smiley face, uh, a hat, and I can't tell what the other one is. Can you? Another hat? It's a oh it's a, it's a, a hat, hat with a green ribbon. There's a yes. hat with a green ribbon and a top hat. Uh, I only learned the emojis from you. Uh, crying face skull. <laughs> yes. First of all, thank you, Sandra. Uh, I hope you're not too disappointed that Molly isn't here uh, for this particular email. And I would give the hard tease a a, a thing adjacent for now because. Mm-hmm. 
they I see them, but I see them in the seltzer hard kombucha uh, sections, and so it's like. Well, if you're tired of these, there's this somewhat <laughs> similar thing. Uh, I think they also kind of play along with the uh, with the Long Island iced tea in a can, which has been around for a long time. Uh, so there may be a little bit of like trying to ride that coattail uh, as well. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I can't speak. I can't speak to the thingitude uh, if it has risen to thing level. We just need to acknowledge though that there is like a substrate of drinking that is that has existed as like. Uh, twisted tea and like Mike's heart has like lived yeah. as as like a baseline yep. of of drinking that no one's proud of necessarily, but no one's going to deny it either. Yeah, no, I think I think it's I think it's a thing, whether it's just a thing in the larger category of those kinds of like regular drinks, but hard mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. lemonade and seltzer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. All right. Well, our next uh, email is very excited. I put this in all caps in the show, Doc, because I think this is the first time we received an anonymous tip from an inside source on a thing. So I will not reveal this person's name. They just said, I work for Apple doing tech support. I've noticed a lot of calls asking about the corded headphones. Boom. Confirmed is a thing. So we have not confirmed that this person works for Apple tech support, but it uh, taking them at their word. That is very exciting to hear. I'm, I'm, it's more inside tips, please. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I will also not verify your identity. Keep them coming. Uh, THD Melly wrote in on two things and included the proper salutation, dear Tom, Molly, and Rich. I believe that part was written by you, Rich. The proper. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just yeah. want to acknowledge that there is a proper way to address emails. Mm-hmm. Um, you can choose not to. They may still make sure, the show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Melly wrote, in regards to changing the Siri voice, I am a lady in my mid-30s and I have the English gentleman. My husband thinks it's weird that I changed it. Also, in regards to pre-gaming, I graduated from college in 2009 and we use pre-gaming as a verb much in the way Tom was describing the Gen Z kids using it. We would use it to talk about pre-gaming before frat parties. It was unironic and used very matter-of-factly. Pre-gaming is also when I learned that 151 is a proof and not a recipe number. Whoops, and sorry, Fisig, for yakking on your stairs. <laughs> you know what? Those Fisigs had it coming, okay? Uh, I'm just going to say. Serving you that at your age, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, now it's time, of course, for uh, my favorite part of the show. Uh, it's the shout-outs. These oh, are the people that yes. support us at the shout-out level. Uh, always super appreciative of everybody that does so. Uh, I write these up, make it fun, give you a little special thing here. Uh, and this uh, this week, they're based on the description of Thereby Hangs a Tale, a Chet and Bernie mystery by Spencer Quinn. What is this? What is this mystery? <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with, with this. It's, it's a series of 13 books that are mystery stories narrated by a dog who is owned by a private investigator. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> well, here we go, folks. What first seems like a walk in the park to wise and lovable canine narrator Morris Jones and his human companion Lee Price to investigate threats made against a pretty pampered Kevin Sill turns into a serious case when Jake Woods and his owner Andrew Bradley are abducted. To make matters worse, Miranda Janelle's on-again, off-again girlfriend reporter Gabrielle Cohen disappears too. When Joe Hood is separated from Louis St. Amour, he's on his own to put the pieces together find his way home, and save Benjamin Forrest. 
Mike Akins is brilliantly original, according to Eric Duncan Times Dispatch, and masterful, according to the Los Angeles Times series, combines genuine suspense and intrigue with humor and insight for a tail wagging good time James C. Smith won't soon forget. A tail wagging good time. Uh, if we could only, uh, if we could only aspire to be a tail wagging good time. I mean, really, that's what I want on my tombstone. Oh my god, my these are so my good. Pizza. How do you do it, Rich? It's uh, it's the mysterious process of how I mispronounce mysterious, and also <laughs> uh, how the show gets made. It's, uh, I have it's no a bizarre idea. journey. Uh, I mean, I get it if it's like, I just, I just don't have the funds, uh, to go to that, that top level. But if you do, how do you, how do you resist not wanting to be part of this? Like, uh, we I, hook I you on the, the dopamine rush. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you too can be in the shout out. Uh, thank you for listening to It's a Thing. You can become a member of It's a Thing and get access to cool stuff like that. Uh, or at the low, at the lower levels, uh, get in the Discord so you can chat with folks. Uh, get an ad free RSS feed and more. It's all there at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can also email us your things at feedback at it's a thing dot me. I will read them. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Get well, Molly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.